Not Tonight Caligula, part two. Yo, yo, Caligula, immortal wise Caligula. No great shall Romans dig for ya, immortal wise Caligula. Yo, yo, Caligula, your sister peels your face for ya. Chariots that work for ya While on Jimmy's corpses check for ya Yo, yo, Caligula We dedicate this gig to ya Our rappers gonna dig for ya Don't cut off my particulars What he do for pleasure? Ain't every does a fear of pleasure. He has an intercourse with his horse. You think that ain't fair? He married that mare. Made an honest horse of her. With that, I do concur. Affections can transfer. I was upon a carpet of stars and welcomed by a pantheon of gods and they made abeyance to me and hailed me as the greatest god ever. Yea, even Jupiter kissed the foot of my robe and placed my foot upon his head. I was promised immortality in return for consenting to be one of them. A small price to pay to give up humanity, the stinking, reeking flesh that I have held in such low opinion since I was wrenched from my mother's womb. That's Caligula. He's up. Oh, he's a lovely talker, isn't he? I could listen to him for hours. There's much in dreams that portends the future. And I think we'll have to. I shall wait for a significant sign. Well, I could give an English one. It means five in their language. Now, I must keep out of his way until I finish gluing his statue together. He doesn't even know it's broken yet. Oh, here comes Totalus. I'll have to do some eavesdropping now for me chronicles. I've dropped me eaves for everyone else in Rome. <laughs> what? No, don't. You shall filthy mine, missus. Hail, Caesar. I shall announce my immortality to one and all, but haste not. I must wait until the stars are in position that the whole empire may know of my elevation at exactly the same time. That is good politics and practical strategy. <laughs> Most noble, Caesar. How dare you address me? Down, dog! <laughs> 
taste dust. Do not clasp me with your scaper skin. I, immortal, a breath away from the gods. This uh, dust, dust tastes good. Lick away. You must have trodden on it. It has a divine flavor. Enough crawling. Is it any way to trick your brother-in-law? Look at it this way. I've done you a big favor. It's one less sister you have to sleep with. True, but nobody sleeps with Drusilla. No, of course not. No. I had a most strange dream while I snatched a few moments sleep. Three weeks he was keeping. From the cares of Rome, I took an hour's respite. He's taken nearly a month. We'll have to alter the calendar. We'll have to put it around Rome. We're having July again. I'm looking forward to the month of July. Why do you say that? Quick up the mark. What are you talking about? Anything that pleases you, sire. Then talk of me, my prowess, my beauty, my cheeks so smooth. Who shaved me while I slept? Uh, he did. I did. 28 times. To think of a razor so close to my throat. I was tempted. But surely, sire, you're immortal. The blade would have protested and turned to silk. Immortal? Who says I am immortal? apart from your flattering observation. Well, it is well known, sire. The people are beginning to notice your godlike appearance. They're whispering and marveling at your transformation. Well, they are, are they? What else do they say? Well, they say, we need to do wing world wild world. <laughs> They're really fed up about the traffic congestion. Do you know it took me an hour and a half just to get from Capitol Hill? What has that got to do with me? Well, because the new Ring Road will be known as the Turnpike Caligula. All roads lead to Rome, not round it, you clown. If this road were to bear my name, it must be the most magnificent in the Roman Empire. It must be the widest, the longest. Yeah, it can't be the longest. I can only make it the widest. It's only got to go round Rome. Well, started in Turkey, go through Asia Minor, northern Europe, down through Spain, a chariot ferry to North Africa, through Egypt, Judea, and back to Asia Minor. There you go. That's your road. Well... You know, that will certainly relieve the traffic around the forum. Of course it will. I must get Alba Spiris onto my team of designers. And what makes you think that you are getting the contract? No. I shall invite tenders and bids from all over the world. Yeah, but you can't do that. You've got to keep it in the country. We've got unemployment here that the people would be much aggrieved. You know how they felt about those trimarines going to the Maltese dockyards for a refit. I mean, the people... The people are scum! I am above the people. I know what is best for the people. And what is best for the people is that they adore me and worship me and send me their virgin daughters and commit suicide in great numbers to celebrate my birthdays. <laughs> well, putting aside any sordid contract that you might like to put my way, your beloved sister's husband, out of the blue and motivated only by pure love and esteem, may I... Here it comes, Roxy me time. a bribe, are you corrupt? A gift, a gift. What could you possibly give Caesar that would delight his eye? Don't I own everything? I need only but ask and it is brought to me. I don't ask, it is still brought to me. I tire of the flesh pots. I sometimes think I would like a good beating. Oh! Yes, a scourge of the flesh to feel like a common camel herder. Well, that could be a rain. How dare you threaten to beat Caesar? Ha! 
Lafferty, treachery. I shall summon the German guards and have your flesh stripped from you for your children's dinner. He's never in the best of moods when he wakes up, you know. Well, that's why I stay out of his way till tea time. A cup of Earl Grey and a biscuit, he's a pussycat. There is one thing no one has offered you. Impossible. It is beyond imagination, beyond value, beyond price. Beyond the wall being mended. Who spoke? The statues may speak in this garden, Totalus. Only when made enchanted by your presence, Caesar. What a fortunate flight of fancy is this. The gods favor my enterprise today. I must press the attack home. Your Excellency, the, uh, the gift I bear is a statue. Full! This garden is full of statues. Everywhere I turn, there's a statue. There's crate loads of statues. Let me open yet. This statue is immortal. Immortal. Precisely. It will not perish with the pollution of time. Is it not made of stone like the others? Seemingly so. And yet it is different. It's different every time we put it together. <laughs> I can't remember what it first looked like. Lego was working at it again. Different? How different, worm? Because it is a goddess. A goddess. The likeness of a goddess. It is not the likeness. It is very, the very nature of the goddess herself. The very atoms of herself. She, it, who from the heavens has fallen out of grace. What sayest he? What is this riddle? How come she is a goddess, yet made of stone? Yes, get out of that one. You tell us. It was a voice I heard. Never mind about a voice. Stop playing for time. Tell me on your life how this goddess came to be so harshly cast. Well, once upon a time. Go forward a bit. Um, but she, the goddess, fairest of all in the heaven's vaults, defended her honor against Apollo, who in turn was favored by Jove. By Jove out of Aphrodite, a winner by two legs! Thereupon the mighty Jove ordered her to give herself to his favored one, Apollo, on pain of banishment from those spiritual orbs, those celestial plays. Yes, I know where they live. I go there every night in my dreams. Get on with it, man! Upon the third refusal, Jove cast her from heaven to earth, turning her into stone until a man, a mortal, well, not a mere mortal, more a demigod like yourself, as it happens, uh, should, should woo her, should win her, and should marry her, and with the strength and passion of his kisses and embraces, the ardor of his affection, the timelessness of his love, should release her from this spell, give her flesh and himself immortality. But am I not immortal already? Yes. <laughs> Indeed. I'm, I'm sorry. Just sorry I mentioned it. I just thought you might be interested. I, I, how about a hundred Arabian ponies, a clutch of Sudanese virgins, and 20 talents of gold? I had that for my birthday. Sorry, sorry. Um, I take my leave of you, sire. What name, this goddess? Oh, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I was silly to mention it. You visit the gods every night anyway. But sometimes they're not in. <laughs> I would like to convince the world of my immortality. 
To marry a goddess would do it. Is she good looking? She will be if I can find her nose. <laughs> Totalus, I confess this to you, and this must go no further than ourselves. There are times, occasionally, very rarely, I get a teeny weeny doubt that I'm not a god, that I'm not immortal, that I, I may die like other people, and then my body will get all wormy. But my hair won't stop growing, will it? And it will burst out of my coffin and my nails will grow through the earth as my eyes fall back inside an empty skull. Oh, dreaded, dreaded mortality. I'd give anything for sure to know this could not happen to me. Caligula, Caesar, that I should not return to dust as other mortals do and must. Oh, that's worth a quote, yes. Nice turn of phrase. Yes, look better in Latin. I'll dress it up again anyway. Oh, there, there. Immortality's just around the corner. Nothing nasty's going to happen to you. Do you think she'll like me, Totalus? Oh, how can she not like the Imperial Caesar? Is he not loved by everyone? Would we not gladly plunge a dagger through our heart if anything should befall him? Arrange a meeting as soon as possible with this statue, so-called this goddess of stone, with a heart that beats, apparently. Yes, she used to be the other way round. Her heart was of stone and she made of flesh, but that was on a previous incarnation, of course. I don't wonder if she's been round the block. No, no one has touched her. No one in any incarnation. She's immortal and she's up for grabs. Good. Arrange that meeting. Oh, dear. I'm in the old proverbial now. Leg over. Leg over. How are you getting on with that statue? Look, I've managed to glue this bit together. Oh, God, look. Look, I know you don't know much about the human body, especially mine recently, but how can you believe that a hand belongs on a knee? Well, yours is never off mine. Yes, well, <clears throat> well, we're wasting valuable time here. Rome is full of statues. You should know what one looks like by now. I'm doing my best. I'm having trouble identifying the bits. Is this a finger? Well, I hope so, dear. It is Diana. It could have fallen off David. You see, I was in the garden of the statues. Oh, don't get the bits mixed up, leg over. Gossipus! Gossipus! It's totalist. Look, go and do it on your own. Keep working. Go on. I don't know what it should look like. Well, the, the, the finished result should look like your own body. I don't know what my own body looks like. Only you know that. Shh! Even walls have ears. Oh, no. I shouldn't have said that. It'll only confuse her. Now, gossipers, regarding Caligula and the statue of Diana the Huntress, I'm putting the wedding arrangements totally in your hands. Uh, does Caligula know he's going to marry a statue? Yes, and he's very pleased. He's never married a statue before. It was about the only thing he hasn't. Look, what's all the rush? Oh, you know how quickly he goes off ideas? I've got him primed. He's sure that by marrying Diana the Huntress, he will become immortal. Ah, but what happens to him when he finds out that he's not? It'll be too late by then. He'll be dead. We'll all be in the clear. By the way, where is the statue? What? Oh, ah, uh, yeah, no, well, ah, uh, yeah, no, ah, uh, no, we're, we're just giving it a polish. Have it ready by sunset. Oh, my God. It's got to be mended by sunset. Leg over! Leg over! I'm up the ladder fixing a red back on! Oh dear. Back to the drawing board. 
gingivitis, I'll go and wreck you. Where have we come up to this time? Some gardens. Uh, I think we're still in Rome. Get rid of that dirt. What dirt? I filled your pockets with earth. Well, that's a silly thing to do. Keep your head down, Ginger. There's a woman over there, an attractive filly. Oh, dear. She spotted me. You! You stupid slave! I have your skin flayed from your back. But what are you doing here, anyway? This is my private garden. I say, I'm terribly sorry, old girl. Don't fly off the handle, there's a dear. I didn't mean to intrude and all that. I'll push off and leave you to it. Wait a moment. You're very handsome, aren't you? Oh, I say, chuck it. That's not the sort of thing you say to a chap. What Listen. are you doing here, my good fellow? Who, me? Yes. I'm a gardener, chappy bloke. What's all that stuff in your pockets? Um, oh, right, uh, earth, yeah, um, some more earth, yeah, uh, earth, yeah, th that's it, earth, yeah, um, uh, the good earth. <laughs> What's it doing in your pockets? I'm growing tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> what? In your pockets? Yes, well, you know, I haven't got very much of a garden at home, you know. <laughs> Haven't even got a window box up there. So I uh, thought, you know, while you're wandering about, there's no point letting your pockets grow empty. So, you know, grow something, yeah. What are you growing in that other pocket? A marrow? That's not a pocket. And it's not a marrow, is it? I say, chuck it, old girl. I've never heard of a man growing vegetables in his pockets before. You're mad. Yes, that helps. <laughs> What's that noise? Uh, it's a bird. Whistling a tune. It's coming from that man over there, with his head poking out of a hole in my garden. Is he a friend of yours? Uh, not necessarily. Achtung, achtung! By order of the military government of Rome, everybody off the streets! Schnell! Schnell! I, I say, I know this is an awful cheek, and you've got every right to refuse, but do you think you could hide us? It's all right. Von Nocker can't come in here without my permission. I am of royal household, sister of Caligula. Golly gosh. <laughs> yes. When I crack the whip, everybody jumps, except when I tie them to the bed. <laughs> yes, we had uh, rather a lot of that at school, eh, Ginger? Best bit, I thought. <laughs> Say, you've finished this tunnel in record time. Oh, thank you, yeah. Not bad, really, using only a spoon and a fork. I was going to put you to death as soon as it was finished. But I think that would be rather a waste in your case. Oh, steady on. What's she doing to you? What's that piece of goods up to? Calm down, Ginger. We've been confined in that tunnel for rather a long while, with him behind me. The other end of the tunnel is completed, is it? I hope the entrance into my bedroom is well concealed. It would not go well for me if my brother was to find it. Visit me tonight. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Do not labor any more today. Come refresh to me this night that our passions may be given full reign. Righty-ho. <laughs> if you say so. Is it all right if I bring Ginger? Uh, he won't be in the way or anything. It's just that I don't like to leave him on his own. He gets moody. 
Well, we've been through a lot together, you know. I promised his mother I'd see him through the war. Oh, very well. If you like him so much, we'll have a menage a trois. Bye. Oh, a menage a trois, eh? Well, that's decent of her. Haven't had a good meal since we were captured. Here, that tunnel doesn't lead to her bedroom, Bertie. It leads to the gladiator's barracks. I know, she's in for a disappointment. I think she took a shine to you, you know. Hail Caesar! Where are your papers? Oh, sorry, no, no. You don't have to show me. How dare you enter my personal slave gossipers for the gladiatorial games tomorrow? If you will let me explain, mein Kaiser, relax. You are perfectly safe with me. You are employing me. You can have me put to death. You don't have to worry. My life hangs on a thread. I know which side my pumpernickel is buttered. Let me explain. Explain if you can, Von Knocker. Von Meatball without the gravy, as I'm affectionately called by my close friends, which is why most of them are dead. Why has my personal slave gossipus been booked into the Colosseum as the main attraction to face certain death against the giant exterminus? Before I had a nap, I ordered the two Englishmen, Bertimus and Gingivitus, to fight exterminus. This is what I am explaining. They have escaped with the aid of the grey fox, who I suspect to be Gossipus. Therefore, we put him in the arena, unless he produces the Britishers, Bertimus and Gingivitus, before the hour. But if he is not the grave fox, he will not be able to produce them. And if he is the grave fox, he will not betray his network. You should be doing my job. <laughs> what do you want on the main bill of the Coliseum tomorrow night? Talking dogs? Memory man? Someone playing the sword? Enough already! I will sign this degree, decree even. I will sign that, and we will see what happens. Danke, mein Führer. This is an historic document. I will keep it in my boots. And now I must pay a little visit. Out of my way, spawn of Hades! Pleasure before business. I have a date with destiny, a spot with the divine. There he goes, the hedonistic fool. These Italians are pleasure-loving effort swines. Never again will I place German troops under their command. In the next war, you can have them on your side. Look, I'm Diana the Huntress, not a stork. You stand on one leg if you're so keen on it. Oh, I can't move. Oh, oh you put too much starch in me shift. Well, you've got to look like a statue, haven't you? Well, now I have, as we haven't got time to mend it. No, it won't work. I'm not doing it. Yes, you are. You know what Totalus Corrupticus would do to you if he found out you'd smashed his statue. It was you that let go of the ratchet. Oh, this is hopeless. The last time you put it together, it looked like a patio. It's for you that I'm doing this. No one's to blame. It's the curse of the Eclipse, Gossipus. It's inevitable. Well, you could have been the statue leg over. You're more the sheep. No, you know I fidget too much. Yes, anyway. Mm, listen, no. How will Caligula think of me as the cold, adorable Diana? Well, yes, I suppose it is possible. Yes, because he's enchanted with the idea. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. It's our only chance, Gossipus. Prayers have been uttered. And paid for. Yes, 
I think I can hear somebody coming. Good luck. Good luck, she says, stuck up here like a nymph on a plinth. Oh, oh, woe is me. Oh, woe, woe, Nettie, woe. No, quiet, no, don't. No, don't let on now, will you? Oh, here come the heavy mob. Caligula, Totalus and Agrippina. You see, I'm keeping you up with the plot because I know most of you are too mean to buy a programme. Yeah. No, it's me that has to remind you it's, it's Rome and not Athens. Yeah. Don't please yourselves. Is she as beautiful as legend has it, Diana? Even more so, noble Caesar. Immortal Caesar. Well, you will be soon. Her appearance is beyond belief. Men have been driven mad by the sight of it. Good. Is her appearance of a classical nature, or would she appeal to a lusty man? Have no fear on that score. She is as provocative as a gazelle, enchanting as the moon. And has she got big... Oh, um, God, enormous. Good, good, good. Look, my boy, before you throw yourself away on this ship, sir, listen to your mother. Look, you're a sensitive boy. You wouldn't be mine if you weren't. But marrying a statue? Oh, I mean, I'd sooner see you married to a horse. I've just divorced a horse, mother. True, I can't keep up with this boy. Diana the Huntress is divine, mother. Yes, of course she is. They all are until you come home one night and find her with your accountant. Yeah, Agrippina, one moment, mother-in-law. <laughs> you silly old bag. What are you trying to do? Put him off? I'll have you off the board of directors. You know how much I need this contract. Do you know how much your daughter owes all over Rome? Boy, a million gold pieces at the sign of the Brent Cross alone. My life, I shall be buried there. At least I'll see her four times a week when she's shopping. Hey, but what happens if it all goes wrong? It's no good being a pessimist. Beware the Ides of March. It is July! Again! Look, are you going to help me or not? All right, all right. I'll say no more. Oh, what's a mother for these days anyway? Except to cry and weep. I'll send him a messenger every day. He comes back with his tongue cut out. Leave me now! I wish to be alone on my first meeting with her. The glorious Huntress Diana. Spirit in animal, vegetable or mineral form. I shall not guess. It is not 20 questions. Soon I will be betrothed with the most glorious goddess. We depart hence. Hail, Caesar. Now, be a good boy. Behave yourself and don't make any promises. Don't let her take advantage of your cow. Oi, draw your toga round yourself. It's getting a bit damp. I don't want you coming home with a cough. Oh, God. Here he comes, Caligula, on heat. Oh, oh, I'll be dead meat. Well, it's better than cold stone, I suppose. All right, let's get on with it. For better or worse, well, that's what marriage is after all. You have to make the best of it, don't you? It's not a path of rose petals for anyone. Now conspires all history to this moment, drawing my passions and emotions inward to this point of time. Most delicate meeting, Diana the Huntress. I am your game, Diana. Prepare yourself. I must turn and stare upon thee like a startled deer. I'd like to startle him, yes. And yet... I hesitate to look upon thee. 
great disappointment may lurk in store for him who tempts the gods. Oh, Courtney, go on. I'm getting cramped. Now, now, I'm idle turn and face thee, my beloved. It must be now. I dare not miss the chariot. There won't be another one along in a minute. Oh, go on, then. At least take a peep. And yet wait. Is the time of day auspicious? Is the harshness of the Roman sun more like to show me blemish? This Greek goddess, shall we be better met by moonlight? Nay, I cannot. I cannot risk my dreams being dashed against this rock. No, no, no. Better to live with illusions than flawed reality. Mummy, mummy, I'm frightened she'll reject me. Oh, you see, he's a shy boy, really. It's all front, isn't it? No substance to him at all. Shallow, a shallow he is. If he was a working class kid, he wouldn't get nowhere. He couldn't get a job screwing on chariot knobs. Oh, here he comes again, his eyes covered with his hands. And yet, I must at least glimpse thee, or oh, sell all courage in the marketplace for a groat. Diana, I must now see thee, or pluck out mine eyes, or at least my eyebrows. They're getting long again. I hate bushy eyebrows. Oh, come on, mate. Clap your mincers on this. What do you want, jam on it? Is done. I see you at last. Oh, sweet vision. Never again shall I look upon flesh as I look upon thee. Oh, dream come true. Diana, enchantress, huntress, you have won the greatest prize. My heart is thine. This unearthly beauty entrances me. And yet, there is the look of the familiar about thee. I feel I know thee from somewhere, impossible though it is. He sees me every day of the year when he's awake, but they don't notice, do they? Servants, it's just hand me this, hand me that. Come ye to my bedchamber, sweetheart, where my passion will melt thy cold stone to warm, responsive flesh. Thus shall my caress turn to the leather of whip, and you shall solely be mine. Guards! Guards! Come hence and move this statue to my bedchamber. I, Gaius Caligula, take thee, Diana, for my wife in this betrothed moment upon mine own authority. Let no man, let no God, let no spirit take thee from me or me from you from this day hence. May the heavens declare our union blessed. Oh, a portent. Oh, I need one of those. Oh, Lord, if you get me out of this, I promise I won't ever do anything wrong again. In his nib's bedchamber, waiting for him to roger me. Oh, don't be unfaithful to me. What are you talking about, unfaithful? He's just married me. Oh, well, that's all right then. You are a married woman. Legally, I mean, if the Emperor says so. I'm not a woman, married or otherwise. Well, make up your mind, because I want to know where I stand. I'm not wasting my life waiting around for you. I am, listen! I am standing in as a statue until you get the other one mended. Do you remember the plan? I remember we were saving up for a pig farm. We're still saving up for a pig farm. Oh, stupid woman. Look, look, go and finish the statue. Hurry and get it right this time. All right. Play Caligula along. Tell him you've got a headache tonight. He'll understand. Bye. I have got a headache. Oh, 
good. The sooner Caligula loses interest in me and has me strangled, the better. Good Lord, it's a grey fox, huh? What a stunning disguise, eh, Ginger? Golly, that takes the biscuit. So we uh, got as far down as the Tiber, and we heard on the grapevine that you were in a bit of a jam, putting you in to face exterminus, eh? Hoping to flush us out. Well, you've been very good to us, old Bean. We can't allow that. We had a bit of a chinwag, Ginger and myself, and we thought we couldn't let you go through with it. So we dug our way back here. Installing the trap door as usual. That's Ginger's speciality. <laughs> yes, I'd like to be a trap door maker one day. For pantomimes. Uh, your cover is blown, Grey Fox. You've done all the good work you can, so scarper with us, old boy. Well, the going's good. The fox must go to Earth. To make our getaway, we've disguised ourselves as an Ethiopian merchant and a male pederist companion. I suppose that was Ginger's idea? Yes, as a matter of fact, it was. Yeah. So here's the gen. We're transporting an antique statue, you, to Mauritania. There, we get a Phoenician merchant ship to good old Britain, probably land in Cornwall. They're on the old tin mine run, you know. No, I can't leave Rome without Legover. No, old chap. We can't take her. She'd stick out a mile. She is well developed. Look, old son, we've got to travel light and fast. There's no room on board for a woman. Women are bad luck at sea, and they're bad luck on land as well. What? Well, listen, you. She'll muck in, pull her weight. She can pull mine as well, because I don't intend doing much. Well, it might just work. Uh, I'm game if Ginger is. Oh, Ginger's always on the game, aren't you, Ginger? I'll say. You name it, we stock it. Right, it's settled. Her bow and arrow shouldn't be sticking up her... Oh, never mind. A well done leg over. Right, put her in the bed. Okay, to me. Uh, uh, it's heavy, isn't it? Uh, it's heavy, isn't it? Uh, You're touching my special place. Uh, uh, well, if he gets into bed with that lump of marble, it'll blunt his ardour. Yes, his ardour will be well blunted. Uh, come on, then. Let's make a bunk for it. Down the tunnel. Ladies first. Thank you. <laughs> Farewell, Rome. Fare thee well, marbled halls and artifacts. Begowned and bejeweled women. Elegant parties and parades. Wise philosophers. Brilliant poets. Theatre, games, pageantry. Feasts with food from the four corners of the world. Are you coming back to England or not? No, I've changed my mind. I'll take me chances here, thank you. Well, I, I don't think I could live in a wattle hut in Mitcham. No, not after the way I've lived. Diana, make ready for me. Your stallion of the night approaches. Wait, I'm coming down. <coughs> Where are you, my darling? Ah, in bed. She has moved, but none of my slaves would have dared touch her without my instruction. She has moved of her own volition. My love has turned to flesh already, and she awaits. She has made mortal my desire and me divine. Spread thy legs, Huntress. Prepare to receive me. Ah! Oh! Ah! You harpy, harridan, strumpet, turn to stone on me, would you? Ah, I don't mind having headaches. I don't mind the odd migraine, but I won't stand for this. Or a Babylon! No goddess is going to treat me like this! 
Mummy, mummy, you were right. Mummy, mummy, let me in. I want a cuddle. Mummy, mummy, please. You're the best mummy in all the world. Let me stand in your cupboard. Come and see here. Schnell, come and see here. Bring the English escaped, recaptured prisoners here. Yeah. Ha! So, you Britishers were not so clever, eh? We found your little hole. You are playing rabbits, are you? Well, you are the rabbits, but I am the terrier who's been sent down the hole to flush you out. It's curtains for you, limey scum. Net curtains. This a little doily. You all, you all die in the arena tomorrow at the hands of Exterminus. Take them away and put ten bob on Exterminus for me. Don't let the side down in front of these jerrys. Let's go out like Englishmen. Oh, fickle fate, so cruel and buffeting. I've never been so buffeted. And so. It came to pass that on the day of the Roman games, I, Gossipus, was matched against the eight-foot giant Exterminus. I shall never forget the excitement of that occasion. <laughs> I was terrified, but as luck would have it, I was not to know that Totalus Corrupticus had completed the tunnel into Drusilla's bedchamber the night before and Exterminus had gone up it to become her top shag of the month. We were at it all night, banging away. I sent Exterminus back to barracks like a wet dish rag. Well done me. Next! Exterminus was in no condition to fight. When I pleaded with him to finish me off, he simply fell asleep in the arena in front of the mob, and I was forced to look to Caesar for permission to spare the pathetic giant that snored before me on the ground. And, indeed, Caligula gave the thumbs up, and Exterminus was spared. Thank God, I hate the sight of blood. Caligula already had other plans for his prize fighter to match him against, oh, you'll never guess who, Totalus Corrupticus. Why? My noble Caesar, you must be joking. <laughs> what have I done to deserve this? You plotted against me, Totalus, to marry my sister, the virginal Drusilla, after dispatching your wife, my other sister, to Hades. You shall be taken in chains until you're joust with the giant Exterminus, who will prick you like a fat sausage on his trident. Hang on there, Caligula. My death would make you the laughing stock of Rome for my will, which is in my lawyer's safe, describes in fine detail your humiliating affair with the statue Diana the Huntress. And it is ready to be published in a foreign country and flood the empire. You little shit. <laughs> in that case, dear Totalus, forget that. Relax. Enjoy the games, brother-in-law. I'm looking forward to being the chairman and majority shareholder of your new company. So nice of you to invite me. Touché, Caligula. Let all citizens take heed of this, my pronouncement. 
I, Caesar, immortal friend of gods, decree that all here are to be pardoned this day. Instead, take 20 innocent people and throw them to the lions immediately. Those were the pink tickets. Then take 20 lions and throw them into the crowd, just to even things up a bit, you know. <laughs> And thus Caligula saved the games from floundering. Gate receipts were up, people flocked to see what he would do next. Totalus got the job of rebuilding the West Wing every week. And things returned to normal in Rome. Men took their mother-in-laws on mother-in-law crucifixion week. But my quill droops, it droopeth. Methinks I will catch a few hours before the cock crow. Not yet. Yes, I shall away to the sweet embrace of Legover, who is no doubt dreaming of pigs. The Lion of Judah, King of Kings, Controller of the Waters of the Nile, Master of Upper and Lower Egypt. What is the din? Shut up! Oh, it's the Lion of Judah. He's been craving an audience with thee for five years now. I thought he'd gone home. Oh, no, he can't take his leave of you until you beg him to stay forever. That's silly. It, it is their custom and protocol. Be guided by me. It is a small thing. Oh, well, anything for a quiet life. To the Lion of Judah, I, Caesar, Gaius Caligula, adopted son of Tiberius, natural son of Germanicus, direct descendant of Julius Caesar and Augustus. Yes, look, we know who you are. If he can do his bit about master of Upper and Lower Egypt, I can do my bit. Well, keep it short, otherwise we'll be here all night. I beseech you, Lion of Judah, to stay. Be my honoured guest with your vast entourage in keeping with the importance of state. Take now the key of Rome and dwell with us without payment forever. You and your 500 retainers and their families and servants and families of their servants with all their livestock. Stay, I beg you. Oh, all right then. <laughs> I didn't think you liked us that much hanging around the place. We, we thought we were getting on your nerves. We're staying! Oh, yeah, we're staying! Turn tickets! Do you think we could change our palace? We're a bit on the outskirts and getting him's a problem during the rush hour, you know. What you need's a ring road. I'll take that as a yes. We're moving in. Let's go and get our things. I'm ruined, gossipers. There's always an answer, sire. Rely on me. How am I going to get rid of him and his 500 spongers? Don't worry. We're leaving in the morning for Judah with a thousand of our spongers. Yes, that will do for now until I can arrange a massacre. I'm exhausted. I shouldn't have got up. Can I have some cocoa and some fresh virgins and some goats and a duck-billed platypus? Oh, not tonight, Caligula. We're packing. Gossipers! Uh, coming your immortality and your immorality. No, no, don't laugh at him. It could be one of your own. It's all in the family, isn't it? Well, we all have our problems. <laughs> You have been listening to Not Tonight Caligula by Ray Galton and John Antrobus with, in order of appearance, Clive Greenwood as Gossipus, Jamie Cartwright as Von Knocker and the Lion, Claire Jeter as Drusilla, Paul McEwen as Totalus, Stephen Hill as the Orator 
and Bertimus. Fizz Marcus as Agrippina. Ashley Maguire as Livia and Fredicus. Johnny Hansler as Ben-Hur and Caligula. Oliver Ford as Gingivitis and the Delivery Man. Vicky Holmes as Legover. With live sound effects performed by Elliot Quinn and original music composed and performed live by Francesco Crodro-Rarupolo. Not Tonight Caligula. Produced by Marielle Runaker-Temple and Fran Kirkham. Sound designed and engineered by Tashari King and Matt Blair. Assistant direction, Jack Bowman. And directed by John Antrobus. Recording took place in front of a live audience at the Leicester Square Theatre's main house on September 25th, 2010 for the Wireless Theatre Company. Please visit www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more audio downloads.